action and welcome everybody this is bmp weekly episode 230 it is the 11th of december and this will be the last episode of season eight right Waldek? is it eight i i don't know it is this <laughs> year so this will be the last episode of 2023 yes last episode of 2023 ending on 2320 episode that's actually uh, ah see what you ah. did there <laughs> Totally intentional. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Not at all. <laughs> sure. So in the PMP Weekly, I always talk about the latest in Microsoft 365 and partner technologies like the Power Platform, uh, which is all awesomeness integrated together in both sites. Now, today uh, we do have a visitor who is a solution architect, I think was the latest term. Correct. An MVP. An MVP. And MVP is Microsoft 365 developer MVP, uh, Federico. Uh, what's Federico? <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So we did he record that just five, five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Names hard. Who are you? Who this new phone? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Federico. Uh, first name's easy. That's always good for me. But then <laughs> the last names and all of that stuff. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, with, uh, without the further ado, let's actually jump on that interview and then we'll come back on the weekly articles and summaries of the year. Sounds good. Jump. So welcome, Federico, uh, on the PMP Weekly episode 230. Cool to have you on the, on the show as well. Now, let's start with the basics. Who are you and what do you do for a living? Yeah, hi everybody. Hi, Vesai Valdek. Uh, thanks a lot for uh, having me. I'm uh, really excited about uh, this uh, talking, this meeting. Uh, let me first of all thank you for uh, um, this invite and uh, for uh, your effort in the community. I, I and all the people appreciate a lot uh, the work for uh, the community. So uh, thanks a lot. Thank uh, you. About me, uh, my name is Federico Porcedo. Uh, I work uh, in Avanad uh, for the last uh, 12 years. Um, I'm from Italy. In, uh, I live in Sardinia. Uh, it is a small island in the Mediterranean Sea. It's not small. It's not small. <laughs> no, 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 it's not small. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's a beautiful island, absolutely. Yes. Really the weather good is great. For, I heard. <laughs> yeah, good weather, good sea, good uh, countryside. Not jealous, and, not uh, jealous, not jealous at all. <laughs> not jealous. jealous. <laughs> Looking out yeah. of the window, it's raining and it's gray and it's cold here in the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I suggest everybody this uh, place for a vacation and for work too, because uh, I recently come back in Sardinia, recently mm, last uh, six, seven years. Uh, after uh, 15 years uh, in other cities of Italy for study, for work, uh, and uh, so uh, this, this experience, uh, then I decided to uh, come back in uh, Sardinia near my family, near my friends, and this is an important opportunity for me uh, for a work and career opportunity too. Uh, so yeah. Arnold decided to open a new office in uh, Cagliari, that is the main city in Sardinia. And uh, so it's a, a perfect joint. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So on that one, actually, I had to ask. So is Avanade kind of an expecting you to go to the office still, or are you working more, mostly remotely, or what's the situation in your case? Okay, in, uh, in general, um, Avanade is a consulting company, so we work uh, uh, for the customer, but in Serena, yeah. we had a, a near shore delivery center and we work at the office. Uh, now, after the pandemic, usually I work at home and go uh, to the office um, something like one or two days a week. 
uh, and uh, so, so we have this uh, this kind of uh, of approach. Uh, is yeah. hybrid approach. Yeah, not remote, yeah. Uh, but we go to the office. Um, personally, I think that um, it's a a good uh, um, manner to do our work because we can't work at home. So yeah. it's good for our uh, li uh, life. Uh, uh, balance okay so we can uh, do our things uh, uh stay with the sure. family and uh, at the same time so i think uh, it's uh, really important to meet uh, new hired for instance uh, meet uh, colleagues and stay yes. in the office and work together yeah yeah absolutely that that's the one thing what has significantly changed i think the connection between the people in a team because when we used to sit in the office every single day i still remember when i started in microsoft you know like many many moons ago but when other people started at the same time and we were investigating how sharepoint works because we were sharepoint yeah. consultants so you actually had that connection and i still on today, I chatted and with those still, people. Still so, investigate how SharePoint works, though. Well, that's true as well. <laughs> <laughs> some things don't change. <laughs> uh, some people got stuck on the product. Anyway, yeah. so does the so something what you told before we started recording as well, and yeah. and and what you said just you said the near shore uh, development team. What does that mean in practice um, within Avenue? Yeah, uh, near sure uh, the service center is a format, is a, is a way that our not uh, used to uh, work with customer in um, in uh, the same country. Okay, because uh, we know that the service center have a great impact, and it's important to work as a, a as a team, as a delivery center. Okay, because it are different kind of works. Uh, you can uh, do your consulting. Okay, stay with customer, but you need to deliver it to project and create uh, um, results, create uh, software. Okay, and in this way we can uh, do something like um, uh, and we we can create asset, we can create uh, um, software, and we can already manage the uh, maintenance of this software. Okay, so yeah. it depends from the business. Uh, of the of the of the company yeah um and near sure because uh, you know uh, uh, not all the customer speak uh, english or other languages so it's really important to uh, uh communicate in the same language okay uh, it is it is not uh, only this uh, this aspect but it is a really important aspect yeah yeah yeah, I think that there, obviously there are country and regional level differences on yeah. the language. In certain countries, English is completely fine. In certain countries, they would never, never heard about English, right? And and yeah. Yeah. that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, so, yeah. So what kind of projects have you been doing then within the past years? Yeah, a lot of projects, uh, obviously, and um, based on uh, Shopping Online, uh, Shopping on Premises. I um, create. Uh, uh, intranet, uh, create a vertical solution, uses business logic uh, based on workflows, uh, uh, migration, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I, I remember uh, a specific moment of my career when I came back in Sardinia. It was 2016, 2017. That is a really important year for the SharePoint developed developers. 
true. We know. True. We, we oh, we know. Uh, know why? <laughs> we know why. Like we know this one. No idea. No idea. <laughs> what happened? In yeah. Uh, yeah. The first version of SharePoint framework development. Ah, that one. Yeah. That yeah. One. Yeah. That, that, uh, uh, it changed every everything. Uh, not uh, in. 2017, okay, because it is a, uh, obviously a journey, but um, I, I think it's interesting uh, to tell you uh, what happened from our point of view, because, uh, yeah, because we uh, received this uh, announcement, okay, and we see our customer, we see our team, and our customer were more or less 90% uh, in on-premises. Okay, so they, they have portals solution based on on-premises, and our team too have skills related to on-premises development uh, tool chains. So ASP.NET, uh, .NET, uh, maybe SQL, okay, and Farm Solution, okay, Visual Studio, okay. But uh, suddenly, not not suddenly, but something like suddenly, we need to be prepared for the present and the future. So uh, the, my, my leadership team uh, asked to me to uh, do this transition for the delivery center. And uh, I have already a, a team. So about, uh, the, the, there were about uh, 15, 20 people. Okay, now uh, we are uh, something like 40, 50. Okay, so in, in all these years, we create um, a team with uh, all the skill different with Node.js, React, SharePoint framework, uh, taking the, the core, the information architecture fields, content type, et cetera, and uh, manage these uh, uh, big changes, this technology fork. Uh, it, it was a great challenge, absolutely. And hmm. uh, what I can say is that uh, every uh, SharePoint developer um, was really, really happy of the new tooling. We know, okay, because uh, no more IAS reset. Okay. Yep. Yes. No <laughs> yeah. more the more big external disks, two terabyte yeah. disks with VMs holding yeah. them around. Yeah, yeah, I recall that. Like my back still appreciates that very much. <laughs> yeah. Don't <laughs> know no, everybody. Everybody uh, enjoy a lot this uh, this big change, and. Um, uh, I can say that uh, young people, because I'm 41, but my colleagues uh, who are, are about uh, 22, 23, 25, so uh, something like Gen Z or more or less, uh, appreciate a lot the client development approach. Sure. Uh, so they appreciate a lot uh, the, the React to base a solution and uh, change everything because change our plan of academy. We have an academy for the joiners where we explain internally uh, what is your point, what is information architecture, and uh, how can develop a super solution, etc. And we see that we miss finally uh, um, a React skill. Okay, right. so we start to invest. Um, France about uh, rack courses, etc., and it was a, a great moment for uh, for me that, for uh, everybody. That is an interesting point. So how the, how has the uh, the academy and the kind of the the topics and the skills you teach internally changed over the time? Right, because like you you, you mentioned internet, so you mentioned kind of the conceptual things domain yeah. knowledge of source, but there's also the tech stack, right? Like server-side development versus client-side development yeah. with different tool chains, different tools. And so how has that changed? Okay, it, it changed a lot uh, for the um, 
well, we, have, we have some models, okay? And the first models, they're basic from uh, SharePoint, okay? So we start from uh, information architecture. Uh, so we start to uh, to explain what is uh, what is SharePoint, first of all, okay? Uh, and what, some basis about uh, clouds and uh, uh, system based like uh, SharePoint Online and the, all the Microsoft 365 suite. Then we continue about um, SharePoint framework and client server object model. So we have the, some pre-requirement, okay? Because you need to be a basic um, C sharp .NET developer, okay? You are you need to be a Node.js TypeScript developer, okay? So there are some some pre-requirements. And then we continue uh, explain uh, some the tooling, okay, uh, the Sherpa framework and the accelerator and uh, other assets like PMP GS, obviously, uh, PMP template, uh, everything we need for our basic project. Uh, the goal of, of the academy is not uh, uh, to create. Uh, Full stack developer and main uh, the, the the best developer, shopping developer of the world, but uh, it's not a goal, obviously, because we are more or less six week, seven week. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, the goal is um, prepare people in order to go to project, and uh, they can move inside the project, inside the solution, understand requirements. Okay, I have something like autonomous skills, uh, so create list, content type. Uh, if your team leader asks you, can you could you please create a web part? Okay, mm -hmm. you can move it, you can create a web part without uh, be um, a showstopper for the team. Right, okay? right, right, so, right, right. Yeah. 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 So, do you also explain things like, I recall that. First, so when I got to work with SharePoint, that was 2007, when I first heard about terms like web application versus site collection versus site, and then installing versus de de deploying WSP, I didn't get any of it. It was just like, you're, you're doing what with what? Like the difference between install deployment and they have like the web app with a site collection, with a site and a web as like, I was lost. Like, do you do you still explain that, or do you kind of like skim over? Like, yeah, like, 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 like irrelevant. Okay. Uh, actually, we don't explain uh, the farm solution development. Okay. Uh, we already have a project in on premises, obviously, because a lot of customers uh, already use um, on premises version of SharePoint. Uh, but uh, we explain how to create a solution for on-premises with modern approach for uh, two kinds of main, main uh, um, motivation. The, the first one is uh, <laughs> the other approach is mainly deprecated. And the first is that we would like to create uh, with our solution architect. And I, I'm new in this, uh, in this role, but uh, I already contributed in past in the recent years in this, uh, in this phase of the project design, uh, the approach and the solution is create a solution that, are, uh, that will be cloud ready. So mm -hmm. if you want to migrate on, on the cloud, uh, you can do, it, do this uh, with uh, the um, 
uh, a small effort. Okay, maybe it's not really, really one hundred percent, but the effort is uh, minimum. Yeah, yeah. How do you so has there been a significant change so if you think about the readiness within Avenade or within your team uh, from 29 so 2017 we started doing SharePoint online and then obviously Microsoft 365 have exploded with teams and we talk about copilot and we talk about all of that so how how do you see the technology stack uh, is it still are we still teaching SharePoint framework only well of course not only but what are the other things uh, what are we teaching there or how do you see the future on there Absolutely great question. And mm, uh, the, the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You actually hear yeah. how easy it is. That, that, that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not easy. Uh, because uh, what we understand uh, from uh, uh, our project, our uh, cl uh, clients, is that um, uh, maybe it doesn't exist more the SharePoint developer. Okay, yes, it exists, but it's not only SharePoint developer. Yep. They have a skill about cloud, about Azure, about uh, backend development. Okay. So I think that uh, you can consider a React developer a SharePoint developer. No, yep. because uh, all the constraints, all the uh, information architecture skill, you need to have all the skill in order to create a Microsoft 365 solution. Yeah, that can be uh, included. That can include a SharePoint, Power Platform, Teams. Uh, a lot of uh, um, module, okay. A lot of piece of uh, of um, Microsoft C5 uh, platform, and uh, I think that the future and the present, the future is create solution that integrate uh, if it needs uh, every piece of uh, of uh, of solution of Microsoft C5 solution. Yeah, and uh, it's not easy. It's not easy so for me. So uh, maybe to ask to to that, like, like when you design solution, right, on N365, to what extent do you use the building blocks that, that you've got there? Like, for example, yeah. do you store the files in a Doclib or do you store the files on Azure? And then I just like, like a files is just an example, but the same applies to uh, calendar or chat. Do you store these artifacts on Microsoft 365 or do you choose to decouple all of that and put it in a cloud? It depends. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Consulting answer. Yeah, it happens because uh, maybe, um, okay, my, my main choice uh, is a uh, SharePoint uh, because I would like to create a solution that uh, maybe have a, a SharePoint framework as a front end, okay? But uh, when our customer uh, needs uh, uh, other, uh, um, other requirements, uh related uh, to ai okay we know that uh, the connector okay there is not always available uh, all connector for sharepoint so uh, it depends from the time when we, the request arrive so if the if connectors are available we we love to put this file in sharepoint uh, and it depends too about um, security governance Maybe in, uh, in in Azure you don't have uh, or you sure. can you need to to work about uh, uh, access um, uh, access rules and uh, uh, ACL. Okay, in SharePoint you have this uh, approach, so it depends to 
a lot of things. In general, a small solution or vertical solution for a department, HR, IT, or something like this, but not only. A solution for all organization too, we use absolutely SharePoint. Yep. Okay, because uh, it is the, the main products and uh, we personally have a SharePoint in my heart. So, if I can be a choice, the choice is the customer is uh, agree for for me. It's uh, it's okay. Yeah, and it's not a bad bad choice at all, to be fair. But it, it's it, because it's the fundamental piece within the Microsoft 365 anyway. So and a lot of lot of investments in the pipeline as well, uh, with the recent announcement on a SharePoint Premium and and all of that stuff. Yeah. Now, related on on uh, your let's say active membership within a community and everything else. We can see you have an MVP uh, yeah, table yeah. behind blue, of you. Blue thing in the back. Blue bags, <laughs> uh, blue stuff on the back. Can you talk about what, what, how did you, so was the MVP something what you was, is it that like, hey, I needed to get be an MVP or why did you, why did you look for how getting the MVP? It how it to be. How it come to be. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. what we're putting that. Uh, okay. Uh, yes, I'm MVP in Microsoft 365 uh, category from the last three years, and uh, I some years ago, maybe uh, if I remember well, uh, 2013 when uh, SharePoint and Office 365 was launched. Okay, I go to a conference where I meet uh, uh, some people or that are actually MVP like uh, uh, Paolo Calorsi or uh, uh, Giuseppe Marchi, our Italian MVP, and uh, I was fascinated uh, about their work. Uh, they are uh, absolutely uh, the tech community leader, and I learn learn a lot um, from them. Uh, so, uh, in particular, on SharePoint because I start um, use and develops a shipping solution in this period. And uh, at the same time, I, I, I believe a lot in the sharing is caring approach. Uh, so what happened is that, uh, uh, okay, I can learn a lot. I can improve myself. I would like to do something for the community. Um, the Italian community, the, um, the community in general, okay, and the community of my team too. Okay, so what uh, I, I, I did in last years in the uh, near shore uh, delivery center is create a community of development inside my team with the sharing, uh, um, sharing approach, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, so I think everything is related. The other, the other thing is uh, that MVP is, uh, but by definition, maybe uh, updated to that technology and the Microsoft 365 approach with a really, really uh, good and great uh, roadmap needs to uh, needs mm, to have people updated uh, and uh, and a continuous improvement and learn. So I think that everything is related with the. The move of the patient and the sharing uh, is carried. Yep. So I am uh, really, really happy to do my contribution to my team. I have uh, a lot of friends and a lot of OMVP that uh, for me are model like Giuliano De Luca, that is my uh, mate, uh, friends, uh, partner in crime. We did a lot <laughs> of things together. And yep. yes, Giuliano is my um, 
uh, the guy that proposed me if you if if you if you work on your contribution maybe you can uh, uh, receive uh, sooner or later this award and I'm really really honored and proud of this award yeah absolutely so that, that is an interesting point you mentioned that right so so somebody else who already was an MVP and who you lo- looked up to uh, to in a way told you hey like if you ramp up your work a little bit like you might be an MVP too how does that how did you get that how how did that come across like because there's like somebody like who who is an MVP already coming like hey like you might be there too you're like was it like oh my god shock or was it like ah, that's cool <laughs> well in general it is uh, appreciated uh, this uh role I, I, th- I feel the responsibility because uh, okay it is MVP is not uh, the best developer of this category. Okay, it's not that MVP. MVP is a, a community leader that contributes and uh, love sharing. Okay, so uh, uh, what happened is I always explain that uh, this volunteer it is uh, uh, something related to the community. That's actually a really good way of actually saying that, just a recapping. It's being an MVP is not that you're the most technically, the most awesome, best in the world. That's not how you get the MVP. You get the MVP of being a community lead and sharing and, and facilitating and helping others. Um, that's actually really good on putting that. Actually, um, like one thing not does that not a lot of MVPs are technical, but still. Exactly. exactly yeah, absolutely. Right? So, absolutely. Yes. 100%. Yeah. But again, it's not about the technology and the technical skills as such. Yes, those benefit as well, um, and there, it's not an either or, uh, but it's more about the community and, and sharing with the community. And, and you've been actively talking uh, and presenting on the community events as well. So I'm just checking yeah. that you were actually talking about the, the, the power of Viva Connection uh, really yeah. pretty recently in, with Juliana De Luca. Uh, was that in, where was that? Uh, in, in Milan. Was, uh, yeah, it last, was uh, Milan, yes. That's true. Yeah, yes. the, the, the WPC conference this is the yeah. uh, most important conference in Italy about Microsoft technology, all, all technology. Uh, yeah, we have two sessions, one about Microsoft guests, uh, one about Viva Connection, uh, with a lot of followers, yes. Um, and uh, we talk about uh, how to extend uh, your internet with uh, Viva Connection. So we talk about Viva Connection Toolkit, and uh, new um, features about in uh, SharePoint framework about uh, Viva Connection. So good feedback from uh, everybody. Uh, where some yeah app developers have uh, um, IT pros. So IT pros. Yeah. So yeah, good good feedback. Sure, sure. Cool. Yeah. Uh, talking about MVP, I would like to. Um, uh, to say that the first year, the first year and a half, uh, there was the, the pandemic. Okay, so in gotcha. uh, yeah, because you yeah, mentioned so, two years, so you became an MVP in twenty twenty one, right? Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, exactly, and, uh, exactly. Yeah, and what happened last year that uh, um, I was really lucky because I I went to the MVP summit and in person? Uh, what happened. Yeah, in person. Yeah, oh, this year. Oh, so cool. This year, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. And uh, the the first year where we come back in in person, Correct. and they, it makes the difference in my mood too, 
uh, not only for the trip, absolutely, and the campus, etc., but yep. focused to the the activities uh, that we did where, that we did in the during the MVP summit. We talk uh, with product groups, mm -hmm. and uh, I feel uh, different uh, uh, this year as a MVP. Uh, respect the, the first year, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I um, I feel uh, I come back with a boost, okay? Because uh, I feel the oh, importance yeah. of communicate with uh, product groups and yeah. with all over MVP, absolutely, yeah. in person too. Yes. Mm -hmm. So yes. I'm really really happy of this experience, uh, yeah. and I think that it is, if it's possible. Uh, can continue in this way because uh, for me it was absolutely a boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it's actually super important for product groups as well because the MVP summit is yeah. one of those those things where the 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 internal community leaders tell for product groups and engineering what's important and what's not. And yes, me and Waldek as an example, we are always here, we are always present and always that. But that's <laughs> not the case for most of the communities. Uh, sorry, for most of the product group members. So most of the people are in Redmond they don't necessarily have the option and opportunity to be at this level of engaged. Not to mention so. they have product to build and that is a hands exactly. exactly on its own, right? I mean, like, yep. it, like, like it, it is a full job already and then adding everything else on top, like, it, like you yep. only have so many knee, knee hours in a week. So in a way, I'm glad that folks, you know, spend time on product, but that means that, well, you have us being, you know, more in front lines. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, the one thing I wanted to ask you too. Uh, so two years back, you became an MVP. What's changed? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, changed my commitment to the community, for sure. Um, not because I am MVP, but because, um, because as MVP, I need to act, uh, uh, let me say, better um, or in a more, uh, um, in a more efficient way. You represent basically yeah. the program. Yeah, 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 yeah. In, in, in this uh, exception, absolutely. Uh, this is the only thing uh, maybe that changed uh, for uh, my point of view. And uh, what, uh, what happened is that uh, I grew a lot uh, because I know uh, other people, okay, yeah. other MVP, because now I have a lot of friends, uh, uh, MVP, and uh, it is really, really important, this, uh, this mode and this feeling, and change uh, the, uh, the relationship with the product group too. I, I think that our feedback are really, really important for the product group uh, and uh, every <clears throat> every uh, moment that we spend uh, uh, explain our point of view and receive uh, the point of view of the product group about the feature, okay, is uh, um, a moment where we can uh, learn, we can uh, improve ourselves uh, about the products, about the approach, uh, and uh, um, this, yeah, for sure. Yeah, makes perfect sense. And, and that, like you said, the networking is super important piece. Yeah. Um, so get to know the people and, and having having those connections and opportunities. So for sure. 
Yes, but you, then you you can see other point of views. Uh, uh, maybe okay. I, I work in a in a company, a very big company. Okay, we are, we have a lot, so we uh, I see a lot of uh, project from uh, other uh, other country too, but not uh, sometimes it's not uh, enough to. Uh, it's important to see, okay, I have another kind of problems because uh, this is another reality, another uh, situation. And okay, I don't uh, never see uh, in this way. So yep. it's new for me. Yep. Yep. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that comes back yeah. on something what we talked about with Baldek quite a few times in the past as well. So having that diverse viewpoint will teach us more. So it's not just about oh, having, yeah. you know, having a more broader peers and peers to talk to and learn from them is super important part of the community. Yeah. So. yeah. And it's also invaluable. Like if I think back, you get to work with folks with whom you don't get to work otherwise. And that's, that's invaluable, like for your sure. own career, for your own growth, not to mention for the skills you acquire, right? Like you get perspective, you like, because again, oftentimes, you know, perspectives are specific to company where you work like you have a common approach you have a common way of doing things because that's in place that that makes perfect sense because you want to be uh efficient you want to be able to uh hand off the work to other folks in in the org but that comes at a price of everybody's doing the same thing in a way right and everybody's doing it the same way and there's nothing like you know learning from others like hey like how do you do your work and like, like open source or community is a perfect way to learn that like you get and oftentimes these folks are also skilled and super smart you know so it's like one plus one plus one allows you to it's 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 a huge win yeah let me um uh, in our team for instance uh we have a moment during uh, we have a tunnel okay multi tunnel where uh, update for uh, communicate update for uh, everybody and uh, more than half of this tunnel, uh, we, we create a moment with other colleagues uh, that is sharing experience. Okay, so we have this problem of sharing and uh, see um, what uh, our colleagues do in the project in uh, our team too. Okay, it's not a matter of, only of a company. Okay, this, we have in our, this problem in house. Okay, so we create this moment where young people of the team explain their, okay, this is my last project, I use this approach, uh, the goal uh, was that, et cetera, et cetera. And it is a great moment for uh, the, the team because uh, oh, okay, because we, we, we see that uh, uh, we, we are a lot. So it happens that uh, uh, I don't know what my colleagues are doing. And yeah. I, I think it's not, uh, okay, wow, it's, it's not, uh, Acceptable. Okay, so we we, we create this moment uh, for uh, sharing uh, what uh, are doing the people and how. Okay, uh, the issue, the problems, and this is a great moment for young people to young developers. Okay, or junior developers. Okay, because uh, it is a moment where uh, okay you you can talk to uh, everybody. So maybe you can uh, know why I am. Yeah. And uh, it is a good exercise in public speaking too. That True. is a, a great feature. Yeah, True. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I guess from a time perspective, we need to start uh, yeah. wrapping up uh, quickly. Uh, but uh, let's do the classic. What's happening this week or within upcoming weeks? Uh, so anything interesting on your table which you can talk about, Frederico? Okay. 
Okay, uh, we have some conferences uh, uh, with Giuliano. Okay. Okay. Uh, still before still, holiday. Uh, yeah, before, still before. Okay. Cool. Before holiday, yeah. Uh, the festive tech calendar, uh, if I don't remember well. And then I was uh, waiting for a uh, vacation for sure. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. then we see Leo. Yeah. 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 Holiday season is coming. <laughs> yeah, I need it. What about you, Waldek? Anything interesting on your table? Are you? When are you? You're you're out as well at some point, right? Eventually, yes. Eventually, yes. I will be out, but <laughs> not for the next. Uh, let me see, two weeks. Yeah. So this and next week, I'm still still at work. Then take it, 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 it the week after that, a few days off. Uh, what's interesting? What's coming? So last week we've done a new release of Dev Proxy. We've done a release of CLI from Microsoft 365. So that is shipped. I think we will have another release of CLI from Microsoft 365 just by the end of just before the end of the year. I think cool. uh, on the 29th or something like, like like that. So that's coming still. This week we're wrapping up on some new learn content around extending Microsoft Copilot from Microsoft 365. So that should come become publicly available in the coming days i hope um cool. other than that uh looking at my calendar there's just a bunch of stuff trying to wrap things up um but also we're doing quite some work on extending the docs for dev pro, pro, pro proxy because we realized that well we spent all this time you know building really cool stuff but if we don't explain it to everybody, well, then kind of no point, right? So go figure, go, go figure, right? Like who would have thought? Who would have thought, right? So, so we're documentation doing quite, matters quite, and samples. Quite, oh my God. Some work on that just to ensure that we explain every everything to everybody. Yes. Uh, we just last week, I think, or two weeks back, we launched our docs on on MS Learn. So that's already like a great step. Now sure. that our docs are there, now we have like a full freedom and room to grow and publish new stuff. So we're working full steam ahead on that, along with a little bit of uh, tech improvements on products too. So packed week. Cool. Cool. How about you, Vesa? Uh, I'm watching the calendar, trying to figure figure out what I need to do. Uh, but uh, we're gonna release actually still a few announcements uh, by end of calendar year. So one is uh, API support for the card designer for Vivo Connection. So you're able to, if allowed in a tenant level, you're able to hit actually craft APIs directly from card designer plus plus for Viva Connection. Uh, so. Which is interesting uh, scenario. We'll we'll release some videos and demos on that one within upcoming days, and then we're still finalizing on coming back to public preview with pot-powered Viva Connection Aces. So if you have an existing pot framework implementation for Microsoft Teams, you do not need to implement a separate SPFX for Viva Connection. You can actually use the same bot for that as well. So that's a kind of an interesting thing as well. And a lot of other stuff. Um, the calendar doesn't seem to slow down at all. This is interesting. Um, but I'm starting to see OOF signs starting from this week from uh, Redmond, which is good because that means stuff is slowing down. So which is always there nice. for them. For them. I, I yeah, I will not have time off because I I, I love working on the holiday season because um, you can actually get stuff done. So <laughs> <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's a bit complicated. Anyway, uh, I guess that's it for now. So thank you, Federico, uh, on joining. Really cool to catch up. I'm, I'm, and I have to say, I'm jealous about the sun behind within your room. It's a big sun. It's just a big <laughs> it is, It's fake. It is, it's it's fake. pitch dark. It's already pitch dark in here. That's the thing. <laughs> Thanks, a <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yeah. 
and I really need to come to Tropa in Sardinia. I haven't. I've been on Mediterranean area so many other locations, like 20, 30 Just times. Not, there. not in Sardinia. Not in Sardinia. Yeah. So. There you go. Ah, I'm waiting for you for this summer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. But thank you, Federico, on this one. Uh, on thank the show, we'll jump next, jump, jump next to the weekly articles with Waldeck. But thanks to Federico. Really cool. Okay. Thank you, buddy. Bye, bye, everybody. Excellent. One more time. We, we did thank you already quite a few times, Federico, as we're closing up the interview. But thank you. Uh, really cool discussion and good to catch up. And I'll definitely follow up on that Sardinia uh, trip at some point. Um, so I've been in Italy quite a few times, and we actually even cruised across the Sardinia or around the western. Mediterranean. I've been there once, have ship. really great memories of it. So we'll definitely yep. definitely need to see other other uh, parts of it. Yep, absolutely, 100%. Now let's jump on the weekly articles and then uh, we can do a closing chat of the semester, semester eight, season eight. I do, we should, anyway, no idea what, why, what, am, what am I saying? <laughs> Who are you? Anyway? Who are you? Why what, what is this? What is the meaning of this all? Now, let's start with a, uh, a, a one only blog post uh, in the Microsoft Teams blog. We can we can see a clear you know, reduction of uh, articles and blog posts, at least from Microsoft side, um, because we're heading to the holiday season, uh, announcing general availability of new Microsoft Teams app for virtual desktop infrastructure. So a lot of, lot of customers are still using DDI uh, for efficient uh, provider of the desktop experiences, dedicated desktop experiences for users and Teams actually is now supporting that uh, as well. So which is a great, great, great uh, capability. So we're able to use Teams with the VDI deployment. If you're not familiar with VDI, it might be like, what again? But it's 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 basically an efficient way of dealing at the desktop virtualization. So well, there's a lot of enterprises uh, who are using oh, this for fine, yeah. a centralized control of the desktops. Uh, then we had quite a few uh, articles from the Microsoft 365 developer side. This is really interesting. The future of collaboration and AI opportunities for partners in the Microsoft Teams AI ecosystem, whom Joe, Joe and Carter. Pretty long, actually, blog, art, uh, blog article explaining the different options of ex Copilot extensibility and what are the blocking options and all of that stuff. Uh, that, recapping some of the stuff from Build, and of course, there's a, a this particular library went GA in Ignite. Uh, so there's a, it's already available uh, for to be used within your extensibility platform. So really, really cool. And there's a nice quick start guide and build your first application, technical domain, and code samples available for you to take advantage, which is really, really cool. Um, good. Now, uh, on other things, you had a blog post with Gary related on DevProxy 0.13. You didn't jump over the one tree, so you're clearly not superstitious. No, no, no. Like it's just a number. Like talking to the guy who is not affected by the thirteen at all. No, to yeah. us it's just you know it is a version. It's been a good year. Recapping back, uh, we're on the version zero point thirteen. We will go into one zero at some point, but at this point, like we said, like you know we're still improving. We're still looking to iron out some some bits. So we want to have that ability to change things if we we have to. What we've yep. seen is that. We're doing fewer and fewer drastic uh, cha changes, so who knows? Maybe the next version is going to be 1.0. Anyway, yep. this time we launched with a new name that kind of allows us to really address the 
breadth of features that we have in Dev Pro and Proxy, but also the fact that it's not just for Microsoft Graph and it's also not just for Microsoft 365. It's really for any cloud API and even your own APIs too, right? So really uh, new version with new improvements, new name, and also this one really cool thing where you can use the Chrome Dev Tools Yep. to see the messages and the requests that proxy intercepts, meaning in a way you can use Chrome DevTools to see the requests coming from your backend, your server side app, your C-sharp app, not only a web app. So this is a yep. really cool way if you work with apps that issue a, bu a bunch of calls to have more overview of that and more easily be able to filter things, find things and so forth and so on. So again, yep. we would definitely en encourage you to give it a try and tell us what you think. Absolutely, really, really cool stuff uh, here. And it's getting used and used more, which is really, really cool. Um, better quality software, we're always looking for that. Now, Sherry Mahmoud had a, a article related to Microsoft Teams webinar APIs in public preview. So this is aligned with the Microsoft Teams uh, Craft API investments, which we've been rolling out gradually within this uh, semester, related on all of the transcript APIs and call APIs and all of that. And now this one was about uh, the webinar APIs, so you can access information more efficiently using the craft endpoints, which is really, really cool. Um, awesome, awesome stuff. Um, and of course, it's using the craft because craft is, craft APIs are the best. Uh, that sounded really bad, but they are. <laughs> that wasn't a joke, no. <laughs> but it, of course, we're using the craft surface for all of the new APIs. So you're able to efficiently access the information uh, using just the one proxy endpoint, which is craft endpoint. Now, we also had an article related on uh, from the Microsoft Search side, stage rollout management for craft connectors is generally available. Um, craft connectors, that sounds kind of an interesting in the context of copilots, doesn't it? It does, it does, it ab <laughs> absolutely does, right? So it's a great way to, like in our work, you know, we use dozens of, of, of apps and it's well, well, it's really cool that they help us work more efficiently. The caveat is, is that now you need to go into all of these apps to find the content where, which, which they store. With yeah. the connectors, you've got the ability to bring all of the content to Microsoft 365 so that it show, shows up there and you can find it from a single place being Microsoft 365. And the ability we're showing now here on the screen is it's all about rolling out connectors that, that you build to um, select group so that you can yep. more easily test it with some uh, a, a group, group of folks before uh, you roll it out to everybody in your org. Yep, absolutely. Really, really cool. Awesome, awesome stuff. Now on the Power Platform Developer blog, there was a huge articles as well. So build your next application on Dataverse now with hyperscale support for any enterprise data. That sounds really, really hyper, but it basically means an Azure SQL hyperscale support up to 100 terabytes per individual database. That's a lot of data. That is a lot of data as well. And of course you can use that with the true to power, uh, sorry, Dataverse as well. So really, really cool, awesome stuff. Awesome, awesome stuff over there. We also had a update on the Power Platform CLI, simplifying authentication profiles. So basically you can do uh, multiple authentication profiles within your Power Platform CLI as you are connecting in, uh, which is really, really cool option as well. Um, and that's available there from Marcel Ferreira. Thank you for that one. And then we had an update on the, from Gomalemo Mohabi around announcing live stream series, Let's Learn Power and a real life AI power platform use cases. Really, really cool stuff as well. So a, I think we need more and more content related, not just releasing stuff, but also showing how they can be used. Coming back on, like for example, the Teams AI SDK, which is, yes, it's cool, it's cool. 
can we can somebody show me how to get started? They're simplified, you know, videos and stories, yeah. community call demos, all of that stuff are incredibly important. Than said that baseline. How do I now get started? Give me a five-minute video. And this is exactly what, what is being done here. So it's a new series related on how to get started. And let's learn the AI together with Power Platform. Um, there was also a Power Platform site, Power Apps, had a blog post related on building new apps and tables with Maker Copilot. It's now available worldwide. So you're able to ask the Copilot create stuff for you. Um, this is now coming across all of the products, of course, in Microsoft, uh, Copilot-driven uh, extensibility or creating creation of stuff, which is which is really really nice. And then there was a blog post from Scott Guerrero uh, around accelerate developer productivity with Microsoft Power Platform. Uh, so um, and this is actually quite an interesting article related on let's forget about the low code for a minute. Uh, so looking into the Power Platform from the pro developer perspective. Uh, so not just on the low code no code perspective, which is true. There's a low a low code no code and pro development storyline in Power Platform as well. Really, really cool stuff. Now, on our uh, Microsoft Traces for Power Platform community blog, Luisa Fries uh, released this blog post just today, the ultimate guide to first time presenters in Microsoft Traces for Power Platform community calls. So basically a summary related on how to sign up for the calls, why would be, why it, would, it is actually recommended to do those calls and what's the value for people to actually do those calls. Um, and how do you do that? So request a demo slot form. We do have a form. Uh, let's see if I can actually zoom in the URL, AKMS community request demo. Um, it is actually promoted here as well. I'm going to close that one. Um, but you can easily sign up for the demos. And then that actually is a great way of getting you know, experience on presenting. Uh, we do have a party system. We do have sharing is caring initiatives. So we're training people. We can help you uh, on your presentation as well. So and recognition program, of course. Actually, now that we are, you know, going towards the end of the year, if presenting in front of a group is something like, you know, a long-standing goal that you might have, and you just like you want to like one of those things that you would like to take on in the next year, think about yeah. like this might be, you know, the way for you to set the first step towards that. Have some folks, you know, help you out and have that first experience. Like it, it's pretty pretty cool. Yep, absolutely. And one thing here, actually, I, I need to call this out because we talked about this one, Louisa. So all of the community call demos are published as an individual YouTube videos as well. So you get additional level of visibility. And just as an example, last week, Louisa's demo went live in the social media and, and in the YouTube channel, and she got five business leads out of that immediately in the next two days. So it's not just, you know, the, the presenting of our, our experience of, of learning how skills, to present. It's not just skills, it's also the business. Correct. Yeah. It's the business value of showing what you can do. And then people know, oh, that's really interesting. Let me bring this person. Uh, I want to do a business yeah. with her or him. Cool. Uh, on Marcus Miller, demystifying teams creation in Microsoft 365 2023 uh, version. This is an older video, how, how that was done. And then he's walking through the different options, uh, how you can do it uh, in 2023, how to get stuff done and created and associated teams in the sites and all of that stuff. Now, there was also a blog post from Michelle Mendes related on getting a proper SharePoint list columns in general names to use in the list formatting JSON. Um, this is a, a interesting uh, let's say the challenge, um, bit of a <laughs> complicated thing. Yeah. So in the list formatting, you would have to every now and then refer to the internal name. And yes, we do not show that in the UX by default, but it's visible actually in the URL. So ah, 
Not everything about potential product improvement idea is right there, right? If we yeah. require people to use these names, we need to show them yeah. more. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. That is a good <laughs> Makes idea. Makes sense, right? Now, uh, uh, Martin Linkstoy had a correct paging with searching um, uh, SharePoint. So, how do, can you actually get a, for example, in this case, in invoke invoke BMP search query and then get 500 items at the time and then do looping of getting stuff uh, available? So, here's the solution and no for the Microsoft Craft. So, here's findings related on how I can do this stuff, uh, which is cool. Thank you, Martin, for sharing that. Seems like a blog post, which you, you know, how did I do that? Oh, it's my personal yes, blog post, exactly. which is explaining. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the note to your future self, not to exactly. mention to all products exactly. and web parts out there who use Correct. this approach to page through Correct. search results. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Correct. Liam clearly uh, had a, I can't name clearly, 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 there is no, clearly, there is clearly, no second clearly, in there. Clearly, clearly, yes, clearly, 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 yes, Liam, I did it. <laughs> Now, email attachment query and Microsoft Craft in PowerShell. So, how could I? Uh, how can we use Microsoft Craft PowerShell to access emails and attachments and querying data? Uh, could reference blog post from him as well. Coming back on, hey, wait a minute, I needed to do X and Y and Z. Oh, I've written a blog post out of it. Here we go. That seems to be like an AI generated, by the way. Uh, clearly. So. No, 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 no. <laughs> Liam, Liam is awesome with brush. Sure. I bet sure. he drew this. You know, like pencil colored it. Absolutely. Color. Absolutely. Also, Peter Venstra had a blog post relating all the hate containers and flexible font sizes in Power Apps. So, how can you deal with the the, the funding going, uh, you know, in the wrong sizes, and how do you make that happen automatically? And what are the options? So, really, really cool uh, reference point from his side as well. On the Message Center show, the latest episode is around episode number three hundred and thirteen. They're catching up, Bolek. They're catching up. <laughs> they're they're actually ahead of us. Like a hundred episodes almost. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Math. <laughs> okay. Uh, share whiteboards with guests, campaigns in Engage. Uh, so recap on again what has happened and I shared as a roadmap updates for Microsoft Team, Microsoft 365 tenant owners and, and going through what it means in the practice. Um, for example, a really, really important thing, just a, a call it out, also SharePoint adding model retirement in Microsoft 365. Uh, really, 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 what? really, really important thing. So. And then uh, three videos. Uh, support, no, no, no. Store support 2024, April 2024, full support ending April 2026. So within okay. two and a half years. So not a, you know, we're not going to shut down everything. Oh, because next week everybody's gone, so let, let's do it then. Nobody will know. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, now, episode 272. No, we're not doing that. We're not, Mike. Uh, we're, anyway, using BMPJS from a Node.js application. So BMPJS actually does work from a server-side Node.js application as well. So it's able to start accessing information in SharePoint. Uh, so it's not just for TypeScript. Uh, it actually works in the Node.js as well. And, and it, it is really, really powerful. Uh, yeah. Awesome job there by Bo and, and well, Julie and Bo and uh, Patrick uh, related on, and all of the community contributors as well. And then Juliana Luca, we talked about him uh, in our interview as well, how to deal with mistakes, uh, sending and emails and Outlook. So different options, you know, dealing with, should I delay my sending and all of that stuff. I know, for example, as an example, Bert Janssen has a one minute delay when he sends an email. So quite often what happens is that you click the send and then you're like, ah, 
So if you, yeah. the one minute is enough for that. If it goes above one minute, yeah, it's fine. You can, it's already out there. So, uh, and then the last one is from Shenyan around Power Apps upload file version to SharePoint uh, document library. So how would that work and, and how to start using that um, within the data sources or, or the file upload capabilities and controls uh, in, in your Power Apps. Really, really cool. That's it for now. And then for those, uh, holiday season is coming. Any plans for the holiday season? Uh, yes, be off work. <laughs> What's that? I mean, no. <laughs> no, well, not not showing up at work. I will probably. I, I we so we haven't planned planned anything. I will be at home. Um, yep. Probably just hanging out. Maybe read some. Maybe write some code. Maybe not. I don't know. No plans. Yep. Makes perfect makes perfect sense. How about you? Enjoying the weather, going out with the dogs in the snow. Well, yes, enjoying. Well, it's it it is. It might sound for those who who don't really know the how the winter weather actually impacts. Having like five minus five is the perfect weather uh, because then it's it's not wet, it's dry, um, and just proper gear on, you'll be fine with the dogs. And then you can easily go to 10, 10 kilometer walks with the dogs in the forest without seeing anybody. And that's, you know, that's relaxation. That's like, mm. <laughs> Relaxation <laughs> is not seeing anybody for 10 yes. kilometers. This Me, like, two dogs, I, forest. I don't, know, I don't know if you knew here in the Netherlands, we've got things like, you know, the a tile wisdom, like, you know, the like wisdom like that being put on tile basically and you would put a tile on a wall and you would have this saying you know this expression okay. on the wall yeah, yeah. so Perfect. basically like yep. that is like 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 <laughs> like a tile wisdom yes. like happiness is not seeing anybody for 10 miles <laughs> <laughs> that's actually not bad that's really good <laughs> you are portable yeah. there you go <laughs> It's it's a minus five or minus three to two whatever. That's perfect weather for the long walks because when it's in you know when it's plus two whatever, you get it's wet. It's gonna be slush. It gets slushy and all of that stuff and that's horrible. So uh, the minus five is just perfect on 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 all of well, that. I mean, so. As long as it's pl plus five and it's dry, it's perfectly fine. That's it's fine. When, that's when true as well. No, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> now that I I have winter tires, I can actually go some notes. <laughs> and now it's gonna be pl plus eight and ten. I'm I'm. I'm in the same boat where my winter tires are going to be put on the car in 10 days uh yeah. and it's plus eight now or is it going to be plus, the... plus, plus, plus 10 and you're like we had yeah. now snow since uh mid november and now the forecast for week for now tuesday is plus three so, because you have winter you know. tires <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly and and the christmas is coming and then you know having a white christmas is a thing in helsinki because you don't get it always uh, but when you get it it's nice white christmas yeah. is always nicer there's so oh, much yeah. more light it's just, i know, you know i know that reminds me you know being a kid it would be a thing now <laughs> yes. yes nope yeah no snow. whatever reason it's been a really warm uh, weather in europe except Finland and Sweden. So it's yeah. the forecast is looking really weird because it's like warmer, warmer, warm, but then there's this like a you know it's like frozen <laughs> area over there. What are you doing there? <laughs> that's like anyway, your fridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good point. Uh, I think uh, we'll be back. Uh, we will be back on the BMP Weekly uh, in the early uh, January. January the eighth. Uh, January the ninth. Yeah, nine probably. We'll, we'll uh, be recording on the eight, I guess. I guess. 
Do we have we already get that one scheduled? No, that oh. is a task for tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's all it's all planned. Okay, cool, cool. But we'll be back within a few weeks. Uh, enjoy the break. Um, prioritize family time. Get some uh, recharge uh, the batteries and and whatever. Go to the ten kilometer ten mile walk in the forest. Um, it's highly if recommended you <laughs> if you can, um, or in a shorter shorter periods as well. And highly recommended. So definitely a good thing for me. Or that works for me, at least. Um, but uh, Waldeck, uh, we'll see you in the early January. I'm, I'm going to see you probably somewhere this week. So. <laughs> yeah, probably later today. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> or the next I week, was, or the week after. No, you know, storytelling, Waldeck. Storytelling, yes. storytelling. <laughs> it's going to be so hard. It's going to be. I'm going to miss these calls. You know, like three weeks. I don't know how how long I'm going to handle this. <laughs> sure. But thanks everybody for watching and listening. And, and if you have any feedback, do let us know. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we're always welcoming uh, feedback and ideas. And if you have somebody who we should be calling in as a visitor, let us know as well. Uh, always I was welcome. just about to mention that if you would like us to interview somebody or just bring somebody on the show, do let us know. We would love to, as much yeah. as we enjoy, you know, finding out who's working out there, who's building things, writing things, sharing things. We don't know everybody. Again, so sure. if you know somebody who's doing doing awesome work and deserves, you know, to be put in spotlight, do let us know because we, we would yep. really appreciate that. Yeah. And with those words, thanks everybody. We'll be back in January. Bye bye. See you in 2024. That's crazy. <laughs>